0: Zach Wilson, I think, can actually be a league winner, right? Like, I think that Zach Wilson can actually be that go-to guy. And you know, you probably made that, you probably got that championship belt last year, right? The oh, one yeah. from Kings? from trophies, yeah. dude. The King's belt, like that. I saw that belt. I didn't realize how heavy that belt was. That That's belt, a big
1: sucker, man. You see the picture I tweeted my grandma with it. <laughs>
0: no I that. that's awesome it was, was she so able funny. to pick it up or did you have to like put it on like her shoulder
2: she was outside and she's like freaking 90 like she was outside just watering the flowers and i was like oh oh my, like come look at this belt real quick i was just gonna show it to her and she takes it and throws it on
0: her shoulder and is like walking <laughs> Dude, around that thing's with like it. 45 You're pounds like, or something i, like, I know it's i was heavy. like i was
2: like oh my that thing weighs half your freaking size like what are you doing 10 out of 10 for me, man, that shit was legit. I We did a bulk order, I think, because like the past champions were able to uh, apply for it. So yep. it was a hundred bucks each, man. Hey, I, you know, I, I lose a hundred bucks on a on a regular UFC card trying to trying to bet on what, whatever's going on. So at least that one gets to uh, stay in my mantle for a while.
0: So trophysmack.com. Dude, they got these trophies that are like three or four feet tall. Like they're insane. You can get one like fishbowls on it. You can get one with like bobbleheads on it. It is sick, man. You guys got to go check out trophysmack.com. I mean, you heard it. Ian didn't even know. And he literally vouched for the company without even knowing the news vouching for it. Go check out trophysmack.com. While you're there, go enter in promo code circle. Once again, that's promo code circle. You will get a free ring valued at 60 bucks. So go check out trophysmack.com. Go enter in the promo code circle. To get your free ring.
1: Rest in peace, Madden. Impolino. Yeah, actually, man. Are
0: there
2: are there is there a worse class of people than than the people who decided to log in? And make anti John Madden takes, like there was. The I didn't even take, see those, and thank God it yeah, didn't, I didn't. there was like the, there was the one take that said that um, Madden contributed to a slavery like relationship with black people, and there was another one that blamed John Madden for glorifying violence um, through the video game.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just well, some, I mean, you know what so he glorified?
1: Worse. He glorified uh, ambulance running people over. Um, <laughs> Because there's someone, a couple people tweeted out last night, showing it in the old Maddens when the ambulance would come on the field It would <laughs> yeah, just, it's true. just truck through everyone.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite Madden game? What year?
1: I don't even know the years. Um, uh,
0: Two thousand with the blue cartridge. Okay, I this, like this the moment. Is, this Vic is a great way cover. to like date people here. So you like Vic, Vic
1: on the cover? The Vic year, whatever year that, that was. Two thousand seven. No, no. Two
2: thousand seven was Sean Alexander. No, I didn't like Sean Alexander at all because he's
0: overrated. 2004? No, 2004 was the t- no. That was 2000. It might have been 2004. I, I started playing Madden 2005. What
1: was it, Eddie that George? Was, that was Ray Lewis. Yeah. No, you know what one was a really good one when they had the Outcast song on there. When they had like for no particular reason all of a sudden yeah. there was a Madden Madden uh, Madden um theme like album like an uh what do you call that? Uh official soundtrack? soundtrack yeah they had a soundtrack like an official movie soundtrack and it oh, had yeah? uh, the outcast song and it had like good charlotte and some other songs yeah. i was like oh, this was makes awesome. no sense all right, i, I nice. grew
2: up on mad no seven which now that Sean was the first one, one.
1: that because... was the first one that had music like, yeah, yeah. For,
2: for all the reasons because a it had music and b when you did the nfl superstar thing which i don't even know what it's called now whatever but like when you become a player they had all sorts of cool lodging spaces that you went through. So, like first you had a little like shady apartment, and then you then you had a loft, yeah. then you had a house, you had a mansion and stuff. And I thought that was dope. And and I had, my player was was called New Player. My first player that I ever created was called New Player. I think that was all and, of our um, and I tried to be this big bruising running back. The Vikings tried to to convert <laughs> me to a fullback. So I demanded a trade because I didn't think I was being used properly in their scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they traded me to the New England Patriots. And in the first game of the year, and this is actually, this happened like directly, I think the same season that this actually happened, but it, Tom Brady tore his ACL in the first game. And so I had to play out the whole season with Todd Collins as the quarterback. And this is like my first time playing through Madden. And I was like, so psyched up. And so I got through all these games. He won the Super Bowl. I was like, oh my God, we made it through without Brady. Uh, and that was the only time I've ever rooted for a Patriots team in my
0: entire life. <laughs> and that's what you're getting to. <laughs>
1: yeah, Madden's the reason half of us play dynasty football because we, yeah, yeah, that's what I was just saying. We, we all love franchise mode, and get to franchise money. we were like, these games are boring as shit. Like, you know, you'd win 56 to nothing on average, when it like yeah. your eighth Super Bowl in a row, and you're like, all right, let me go rebuild this roster because that was exactly. what it was fun and that's Madden. what we wanted. Uh, rest yeah. in peace, John Madden. You're an absolute legend.
2: Intervention.
1: <laughs> now, here to intervene with your fantasy life Shane Manila, Jacob Sanderson, and Chase Vernon.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome on into Fantasy Intervention. We have another show coming at y'all. Of course, this is our last Wednesday show. Hmm. It's our last Wednesday show before we actually get into Dynasty Intervention. And I'm sitting here trying to fix my. It's crazy not- how similar not- the
1: shows are. Wait, this no. isn't Dynasty Intervention yet. No, this
0: is Fantasy. Okay. We have a freaking group chat, Shane, and it says Fantasy Nay
2: Dynasty Intervention, and you created the name for it.
1: True. True. Okay. Good point.
2: Now, I'm very excited. Are we ever gonna have playoff intervention? I mean, what are well, we gonna talk about? That, well, it's just I feel like playoff intervention is just gonna be me and Chase talking about how to make DFS decisions on really small slates <laughs> and being total degenerates on Tuesdays.
0: That sounds about right.
2: Shane, you can come and be a DFS thought leader if you want. Sure, I'll try.
0: Ball is life and E. Phil Sillaby says y'all are so handsome. Thank you, wow, so much. Wow, I agree.
2: I agree. Except for Shane, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. Except for Shane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll we have a show the chat tonight. Look at that! There we go. Gosh, is, I'm excited, formerly known, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Hoosker.
0: We got Robert in the chat as well. Joshua, I see your question. We will get all those lined up, but first, let's go ahead and start off with last week. And I mean, I was sitting there, I was closing in on Jacob, I was one point we were behind sitting there looking at, at it. I was right behind you, we'll Jacob. Take a look at it. And then right all of a sudden, someone. you blew the fucking doors off, man! You crushed it this week. Uh I was very bad overall. I only won the quarterback position. That's only because your quarterback did not play. No, you finished off picking Michelle, option. AJ Brown, and Evan Ingram, getting six points, and now leading total by. Five. I mean, I,
2: I won tight end with Evan Ingram getting six points. I
0: yeah. have eleven Ingram or That's Evan right. Ingram with eleven point seven.
2: He had eleven point seven points. I know he got a touchdown. He got a touchdown. I think so. Oh, good for him. That's awesome. I'm proud. Pretty of Pretty sure he did. Pretty okay, sure I believe, did. I believe
0: you. I believe you. Maybe he I did. He doesn't I don't even get know. those. No, he really doesn't. But it was up against Philadelphia. you so, can see I mean, how many
2: teams of Evan Ingram I
0: have in the playoffs. None. None. <laughs> 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 because I didn't know that he scored a touchdown. <laughs> All right. So. Let's go ahead and start off with one of these questions real quick. Let's let's kick this one off. We have Jeshua coming out, and he said, which three would you start? Hunter Renfro, Cordell Patterson, Rashad Penny, Williams, Chase Edmonds, if Connor's out, of course. Uh, and honestly, I like Ch- Chase Edmonds yeah, even if I'm Connor regardless. isn't out. Yeah, I mean, but if we had to sit here and pick three of these guys, obviously Cordell Patterson's been struggling. I, I can't trust him. So I'm going to go ahead and kick that one out. Is there any obvious pick for you guys that you opt absolutely do obvious? not want in your lineup?
1: Oh, uh, that I don't want in my lineup. That you do um, not
0: want in your lineup.
1: Um, I'm not putting Cord- Corderell in, and I'm not putting Edmonds in. So, and I don't think it's obvious, but I, I can't turn away from Connor's all... out.
2: You would put Edmonds in, right? Like you, well, yeah, like yeah, number one,
1: I think. Yeah, um, but Rashad Penny and Daryl Williams are pretty much auto starts for me.
2: What a, what a week.
1: People say zero rb is dead. Zero rb came back and just slapped everyone <laughs> in the face with its dick this year. It was like, oh yeah, right on the forehead, bitch. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I think Daryl Williams is, is like the goat start this week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my hot takes again tomorrow because uh, I was hit on a, on most of them last week. And, and Daryl Williams, I see he is ranked inside the top 20, so I can't pick him. But I'm going to pick Daryl Williams like a top five running back this week. I I think he's absolutely locked and loaded. He crushes in the receiving game. He's basically Christian McCaffrey um, whenever CEH is out. CEH is actually the only Chiefs running back who sucks when they give him touches. Every other running back that they give touches to magically turns into 2006 Sean Alexander. Um, But yeah, I I think you're playing Daryl. I think you're playing Renfro, uh, especially uh, because Colts, tend to give up yardage over the middle. They play that cover two scheme. And then, uh, yeah, Penny against the Lions. I think he got to play. Oh, my
0: God. I was going to say Hunter Renfro is not a lot for me because Waller's coming back. And I just saw the news. No, he's on IR. He's he's on IR.
1: Waller
0: on the COVID list.
1: Mm. He's done for the year. He's He's done done for the year. No way. He's finished. Him and Thielen both IR.
0: Well, I thought he was expected to play. What did I miss?
1: Well, until today happened, yes. Yeah.
0: He's got
2: oh the Well, oh, luckily, man, luckily I never all, all of my IR Waller button. teams were eliminated last week or the week before there. There's nothing harder to replace. I think in a dynasty league than when you have an elite tight end and you lose an elite tight end, Like you can find a Daryl Williams, right? Especially if you have no trade deadlines. Like you go to your manager, and say, Hey, you know, you're out of the playoffs. You have Daryl Williams. Okay. Can you give me Daryl Williams for, for, you know, a third and a firm handshake. But uh, yeah, you lose Darren Waller, you know,
1: you, now you're starting like you winnings. know and I, and I think part of that is you probably haven't grown that organically um because tight end is so hard to find like you mm. it's not like where you can hit on a justin jefferson at 111 two years ago even though he's the best wide receiver in the league right now even though his, his cumulative adp was like 110. um you were able to hit on him you're not you just really can't do that at, at tight end yeah. too often the worst
2: part too is i feel like whenever i have that guy like the teams where i have a wall or, or kelsey or whatever Like, especially if I took them in the startup, I just kind of stopped worrying about tight end because I'm like, oh, well, that's my guy. So I don't make it a priority. Whereas, you know, on the teams where I don't have an elite tight end, I'm constantly thinking like, man, you know, how can I find some tight end? Whether that be scanning the waiver wire or, you know, working in working it into trade negotiations. Oh, hey, throw me David Njoku. Hey, throw me this guy. Right. So I I find like I'm more likely to get like a Dawson Knox or a Dalton Schultz to show up on my roster. If I don't already have that elite guy locked in because I'm,
0: I'm trying more. You guys got to try harder in general, but. All right. So I'm going to take Rashad Penny, Drell Williams and Hunter Renfro, if that's the case. But if Connor doesn't play, I'm fading Renfro and I'm going to go with Drell Williams, Penny and Edmonds. I like that. That, That's my route. All right. Let's do one more question real quick, and then we'll hop on to the next segment. Uh, Robert Stories has two, two questions to ask us. Congratulations on making the title game. Make sure, by the way, that you, when you win that title, you go and you pick up a trophy on from some Trophy Smack, right? Yeah. Where you can actually go and get this championship belt and get your team engraved. And it goes like right here and it's really, really sick. Now, But, but go check it out trophysmack.com. If you purchase a trophy or a belt, you can actually uh, get a championship ring for free. Just use promo code CIRCLE. Once again, that's Where promo code. championship ring, dude. I wear it everywhere. Wedding? Like, screw everyone. Um, oh, that's phenomenal, dude. You yeah. know how many girls you could get at a wedding? Yeah. Just by rocking your championship Zero. ring. Zero. Oh my, dude. Zero. Every Zero. you, no, you look up women
2: and you say, "Hey, would you look at my fantasy football championship ring?" You would. It would be like a repellent ring. You would. You would get more I girls. I completely disagree. You would get more girls at that. a wedding yeah. if yeah, your opening line
0: was, "I have Omicron." than if you showed them your fantasy football championship <laughs> ring i completely disagree and you know how many how many dudes you would pick up if you're a chick that wore that that ring well, yeah you get all of Woo. the dudes yeah oh my god you would be clawing them off you've been kicking them off everything trying to get rid of them now but go check it out over there trophysmack.com use promo code ring you get a free 60 dollar championship ring along with the purchase of a belt or a trophy go check it out trophysmack.com all right Let's go ahead real quick. Uh, Robert, you You said you had two questions, but I don't even see – I don't see either one of the questions up there. So we're going to go ahead and hop on to this next segment where I want to talk about how the dose score crushed. No, I don't even need to because if you guys go to fantasyintervention.com slash D-O-C-E, you can find pass catching running backs. Uh, We're going to be improving this tremendously over the offseason. I have plans to uh, add in a feature which gives you a recency bias towards the – Uh, pass catching running backs so for example the lions haven't allowed a single pass catching running back to get double digit points over the past five weeks they figured something out and it's kind of crazy i want to talk about that in a second but meanwhile, like you know, you go and you try and play uh, Cordell Patterson, who's also been struggling. That's a cold matchup on both ends. That's not a matchup that you actually want to roll out, and you want to go with the Dose Score. So we will be applying that along with multiple other additions to the Dose Score that I'm very excited about for 2022. Make sure y'all go check it out, FantasyIntervention.com/doce. But while I'm here, I want to go into some news updates, and I want to start out with the Lions. This isn't necessarily a news update, but since I'm here, I might as well discuss it. We have a team. I've never seen a team like this where it's—they don't have a rookie quarterback, right? They have a, a seasoned veteran who's well, been part of
2: season He's more just like a bland veteran.
0: <laughs> a bland vet, veteran, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's
2: not seasoned at all. He, he's completely no, bland. big time has not touched Jared Goff with his sweet,
0: sweet seasons. But over the past few weeks, right, this Lions team has been in games, and it seems like they're actually progressively getting better while losing players. Yeah. It's all the kneecaps, because each time that they lose a player. They get to absorb their <laughs> kneecaps. I we
2: we discussed this in the summer on our previous show, Dynasty Intervention, where you know, about this illegal knee harvesting operation, and it's finally starting to bear fruit.
0: <laughs> I, I remember this very vividly actually because you went on with it for like <laughs> 10 minutes talking about harvesting kneecaps and stealing souls, essentially. But no, I mean like it. In all reality, like, have you guys ever seen a team lose as many players as the Lions have that are critical to their success but still improve, not only on, on defense, but somewhat on offense as well? Like, they are getting better under Dan Campbell, and I, I strongly believe that. Do you guys disagree, agree? Have you ever seen a team like this? What's your, what's your take on this?
1: I think that it's most teams don't really give a shit going up against them, to be quite honest with you. Um, It's human nature to just not even really put in that much effort when you're playing, like, you know, this stupid little kid, like, you know what I mean? That's like the rest of the league, six foot four playing basketball and the lions are five foot two. Like, Oh, they're fun. They're spunky. But I, I read literally nothing into it. Good for him. Good coaching. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. At least they're still trying. They're trying hard. So I guess that's important. They're not. Well, Jackson, I, I think
0: it's real. I
2: think what's yeah. most important yeah. is that they're 10 and five against the spread.
1: That's most important. Yes. That's Dan, Dan important.
2: Campbell's the goat, man. Then Dan, Dan Campbell is a covering God. Uh, and he, his team tries hard. They always cover the number. He knew against Atlanta. He knew. You know what? This line on game day was 7.5. But for people that had faith in us early, for people who bet 4.5 when the line opened, we can't go for it near the end of the game. We have to take the points. You have to make it 20-16. to 16. We have to make sure we cover for the people who believed in us six days before the game started. That's the kind of coach that they have. They, they have action on their own games. Dan goes to his team and he says, hey, here's what the line is. And, and each of these players, right, they get a little bit of the cut. It's He learned it. He was in New Orleans, right, where they had Bounty Gate. And here they don't have Bounty Gate. They're not trying to kill people. They're just trying to make a buck. And so all these players, you know, Craig Reynolds, Alman Ross St. Brown, they're all betting the line spread. And, and that's why they're trying so hard till the end of games. They're rich now. This is their contract bonus.
0: Not even does line spread just sound, or what is it? No, I'm sorry. Spread gate sound just completely wrong. It also is completely like. Spread, spread nice and lot
1: <laughs> Portographic. Yeah. It's kind of pornographic.
0: It, it's a little yeah. bit pornographic. I'm just saying not only that, but it's also, uh, you know, completely contrarian to what a gate actually you want it to do, essentially. So it is oh, the spread gate. It's spread open. Sure sure we'll go with that all right let's hop on to the actual news and trey lance could be starting this week uh you know jimmy garoppolo he seems fine like they're they're saying that he's going to play you saw him at the post conference right you saw him at the post game conference he opened a water bottle with his with his thumb so he should be good to go at least that's what all the injury experts are saying is this you doing alex jones with the jar of pickles no, it I mean, I'm telling you, like
2: it looked it's very not, difficult. But he didn't. Trickle jar. You pop it. You pop
0: it. <laughs> he literally he took. T- don't it act like you you haven't seen that info. I actually haven't. Come on. I actually haven't, but I'll check it out after the show. No, he twisted the bottle. He gripped with his thumb, twisted the bottle with a smile on his face the whole time. So I'm pretty sure that he can grip and throw a football at least sixty to seventy yards.
1: Right? No, he didn't.
0: He couldn't do that at any time. He's <laughs> yeah, maybe, he was,
1: maybe he was grimacing and paint, dude. <laughs>
0: Oh, that that smile that that smile is a grimace.
1: Oh, maybe it's a grimace. He just know, looks he that good all the time, even when
0: times. he's grimacing. He, he has Oh, he's that,
1: a he's a good looking he's man. Yeah. Yeah, he's,
0: a, yeah, he's a very
1: good looking man.
0: He's a lot better
2: looking than he is at playing quarterback.
1: Yeah, if he was, he'd be the greatest quarterback of all time. If he even looked half as good on the football field as he does in real life. Um, Robert put his question up. Oh, oh, we're still talking about Jimmy? No, what, Jimmy's what, not playing. He's no, got a torn UCL. Trey Lance.
0: What are y'all's thoughts on Trey Lance? Because oh. I think that he's a top 10 quarterback this week.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I'm biased because I love the guy like my own son that I don't have. I just have Trey Lance. And Who's stick. older? You or Lance? I think I'm older, actually. Yeah, I am. I am by three years. Uh, but he's just so mature. Anyway. Uh, I, I love Trey Lance this week. He, he's first of all, he's in one of the only games this week that's not going to be either freezing cold, extremely windy, rainy, or snowy. It's going to be 55 and sunny in California, so that's nice because this week you, you really have to start considering weather, I think, into your your fantasy options. Yep. Um, so that's a big plus. He's playing Houston. He gets absolutely gashed on the ground, and I mean, where Trey Lance is going to get you fantasy points primarily is on the ground. So I mean, I, I think he's a great play this week. I think. Even if he only throws for 200 yards and and one touchdown, that's probably easily going to get you a QB one week because he's probably going to run for 80 yards, you know, and and score on the ground. They used him a lot on the goal line when he was just playing into packages early in the season, right? When when Jimmy was still starting. And then the one time he got the start, I don't know if they're going to do that style of offense again. Apparently his finger that he hurt in the preseason was considered still a bit of an impediment to him throwing the ball. They also didn't have Elijah Mitchell – or sorry, he was he had just come back from injury and they didn't have Jeff Wilson in that game. So they, they really just used him as their RB1. Maybe they don't run him that much design, but, I mean, he's still going to be scrambling a lot. And even in the game against Seattle where he got into negative game script and he was had to run less of that designed rushing offense, I mean, he put up like 20 fantasy points in half because he was just taking off and scrambling every time his first read wasn't there. So I, I love Trey Lance for fantasy this week. Great matchup, great weather, and he runs a lot.
0: Give it to me. All right. I'll take that. I love Trey Lance as well. Shane, what's your take on Trey Lance?
1: Yeah, I'm expecting him to get at least 10 carries. If I'm getting 10 carries out of a running, excuse me, out of a quarterback, he's probably going to be a top 12 quarterback. So I love him this week. I mean, the best thing, too, is he gets all the benefits that Jimmy G gets of this offense, too, right? I mean, he's going to
2: have receivers that come wide open because they're skiing that way by Shanahan. If he throws an eight yard slant to Debo, that's always in play to be an 80 yard touchdown that he throws 80 yards of, right? Like you, you always get that Mm -hmm. gift with these, with these yak monsters that they have. All
0: right. So let's hop on over to the COVID news, 95 or 96 cases reported on Monday. So the NFL goes out and it's like, Hey, we're changing the rules halfway through the season. Let's go ahead and let everybody. (laughs) Hey, Hey,
2: the CDC came down with new regulations. The NFL is respecting the CDC and the
1: NFL. You want to hear the NFL's new testing protocol. Ready? Yeah. You good? <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: That's it. <laughs> oh, I'm clipping that. 22 minutes and 10. Yeah, seconds. the COVID list. What, what's Let's the over under protocol. on
2: players that will actually miss games due to COVID rest of
0: the season? I'm zero. The over
2: under at like 0.5. Yeah, it's zero. <laughs>
0: it, it's it's kind of ridiculous to an extent, but at the same time, like we are kind of figuring out that it's almost, you know, like a bad cold uh, for people that yeah, are in this good very, shape and who take yeah. care of themselves.
1: This variant, look, uh, that's what I was going to say. This variant might be more, um, uh, I don't know, what the word contagious, but it's definitely not as bad, obviously, yeah. as the first um, dose that we all got hit with. Plus, you know, we're vaccinated, so that's lessening some of the effects. A lot of us are vaccinated. Some of us have boosters. And, you know, some of us drink, uh, you guys were talking about Alex Jones earlier, some of those, <laughs> those metal pills that he sells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, what?
1: You know the Alex Jones. Uh, uh, don't let them take your manhood pills. He sells. <laughs> with an iron or something in them. Chase? You
2: really, you really haven't studied the alt right <laughs> effectively. I
0: have not. I have not. You're All on right. Facebook, I
2: mean, this is this is their audience.
0: I'm on Facebook just for fantasy football discussion. Big shout out to you guys, of course. Thanks for tuning uh, tuning, tuning in. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I will get to your questions very mm-hmm. shortly. I see Frank has a few, of course, Robert as well. And then we have some coming in from, from YouTube as well. So let's go ahead and hop on to our last topic of conversation for the news, which is James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dari Ungamboale is out. I mean, he's in. Mm-hmm. We also have Raquel Armstead, who was signed to the active roster, I believe, last week. Oh, he didn't comeback, actually play. Really. Oh, my God. The guy that, that completely disappeared. To, yeah. Where did he go? Where did Who? he go? Well, That's he ended not, up on the John. Ja- well, he was
2: on he was on the COVID list for an eternity. I mean, he had oh, obviously well, a really set. serious case. Yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up on the Giants, and yeah. now he ended up back on the Jaguars practice squad, and so you know, he'll he probably ended be the starting Giants. running back for the Jaguars yeah. this week at, in a game that they might score even a single point.
1: So he had the um. If you remember when COVID first hit, one of the things, yeah. one of the reasons they talked about why you know it would affect football players is because of mitochondria, something a swelling around the heart. Um, and he was one of the players that it actually got hit with that. One of the few, thankfully. Um, and he, yeah, he was basically just done. Um, so that's kind of awesome that he's back. I mean, as much as everyone's playing Dart, I, I hope Raquel Armstead gets a chance to just rip a couple off next week or this week because that, that would just yeah, be kind of cool. Great.
2: I would love to see it. Um, yeah. Speaking of this game, by the way, I have a difficult decision to make. I'm in a dynasty league that I care very much about. Um, I don't know if you guys know Tom underscore Lee92 on Twitter, co-host of our, our fantasy walkabout. I'm facing him in a rematch of last year's finals in this league where I met him. And where I'm at Billy, actually. Oh. And um, Trevor Lawrence is my QB2. And I'm considering starting a running back or receiver in the Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, do that. <laughs> do that.
2: Like, like would you would you start Trevor Lawrence in in or AJ Dillon in six-point passing touchdowns? It's not that Lawrence would ever throw a passing touchdown.
1: I mean, like that should be like your brain's like, ah, oh, that's a smash, right, Lawrence? But he has to actually throw a touchdown. I'm concerned about negative. Uh, not up
0: points against this week, New England. Yeah, not like, against I'm New concerned England. that he has negative points.
1: I am, um, yeah. I'm. I wish I could go with someone else other than um no. AJ Dillon, but I I like AJ Dillon better than I do. Yeah. Trevor well, I, I'd like to
2: also go with Christian McCaffrey in that league,
0: but unfortunately, he's no longer available. All right, <laughs> let's hop into one of these questions because I mean Jacob just you know. Stole the entire stream and and inserted his questions. Well, I can't, use, the I can't line. use my own show to get my own <laughs> questions
2: answered by you wise men.
0: Oh my god! All right, Frank asks: MBS or AJ uh, Green? Andrews killed me. Of course, yes, they did. I'm actually fading. We talked about this on last night's show. I'm fading AJ Green hard uh, up against Trayvon Diggs. I think Trayvon Diggs should uh, be facing AJ Green for the majority of the game. Uh, I don't see Trayvon Diggs covering Christian Kirk in the slot i, I got to fade A.J. Green. I'm going MVS. I don't really care what the matchup is unless MVS was up against Trayvon Diggs as well, but obviously that's impossible. So yeah. uh, I'm fading A.J. Green. I have a take I know Chase will love and Shane will hate.
2: Um, like, it's going to be very cold. They're they're projecting it to just be four, four degrees, degrees Fahrenheit at kickoff in Crazy. this game. Crazy. And so if we get a little bit of ice, right, collecting, a little bit of frost on the field, Going to be hard for defensive backs to keep their footing. I could see MVS taking advantage of a defensive back with a double move on this frosty Lambeau field, and all of a sudden you get your long touchdown.
0: We saw it from from uh, from DK Metcalf. We saw it from DK Metcalf yeah, on like the first sucks. drive. So if DK yeah, can score a touchdown, anybody can. Dude, MBS definitely can. That's no problem. No, we literally saw the same exact thing that you're describing happen on the first drive of the Seahawks game this past weekend, and it actually happens on a regular basis. We saw it with Stefan Diggs last year for the Bills, where right. he worked double moves up the sidelines, and MBS is in a perfect opportunity to get you two or three touch, or I'm sorry, one or two touchdowns, two or three touchdowns, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> one or two touchdowns he in this be game. Your start of the weekend. <laughs> Where have we seen it hit? Uh, I'm not saying that he will get you two to three touchdowns, but he could. No, one to two touchdowns I think is in the round possibilities for MBS in this matchup. Shane, do you like our weather field texture, Jay? No, no,
1: no. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, I mean, we do know it's easier to run on offense on snow and ice than it is on defense yes. since you're backpedaling. That's um, why the
0: play-action fake on the double move is going to work excellently because yeah, A.J. I... Dillon is going to have four touchdowns, and then MBS is going to have three
1: my only concern with mbs is he's coming back <laughs> off COVID. i don't know yeah. if he actually had it um we'll never know we've seen people come back from that COVID yeah. uh and just basically seen their snaps halved because it's a you know a breathing this well not disorder but it, it affects your respiratory system um that said aj green um shit all over me last week with one catch <laughs> for 33 yards so yeah i'll go with mbs at least he's got the big playoff side and yeah, unless um something happens Diggs isn't going to be covering him unless the Cowboys get the uh, trade deadline revoked to trade them the green Bay for Aaron Rodgers, so they can win a Super Bowl. But that's, that's a lot of things got (laughs) to (laughs) happen.
0: All right. We have Chase's top three bourbons 2021. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to switch this up a little bit because I like bourbon a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I'm more of like, I'm starting to get more into rye and whatnot. And I've been dabbling with some different rums and everything like that. It's just bourbon. You can only do so much with bourbon because they limit your, uh, you know what, you can do to build bourbon, so you get a lot of similar flavors across the board. So, I'm going to include Rise in this, but my top three bourbons of 2021 uh, number three is going to be McKenna 10 year. Uh, it, it won bourbon of the year back in 2019, I believe. Uh, not too hot, but also adds you know a decent amount of flavor from the heat. Uh, it's bottle and bonded 100 proof. That's number three. Number two is going to be, I just had it the other night, uh, Wild Turkey Rye. The Wild Turkey Rye from 2021 was absolutely delicious, and it tastes similar, or I'm sorry, Rare Breed, not Wild Turkey. Rare Breed, which is, uh, you know, coming from the distillery with Wild Turkey. Anyways, Rare Breed Rye. It has a finish of key lime pie, and it's the strangest Ooh. thing I've ever had. Uh, key lime you'll pie never, rye. You'll never get a key lime pie finish from anything, especially rye, and it gives you the weirdest finish in the entire world my number one on this year is angels mb rye uh and i actually want to get a taste of the port bell finish but i haven't been able to but the angels mb rye is delicious uh we had what was it like buttery caramel popcorn in 2020 i'm getting a little bit more of like an apple with caramel like flavor from this one so absolutely delicious anyways i can tell shane has already completely checked out so before we lose him
1: no, I was just doing some taxes. It's good.
0: <laughs> you pay taxes?
1: Well, yeah.
0: Before we lose him completely, let's answer Frank's question. Bad weather expected in Buffalo. Mm. Are we worried about the skill players and Bass? Uh, I mean, I would be worried about Bass, period, like at this time of year in Buffalo. He's still very, very good. He can still, you know, net you those points. But I'm concerned this time of year – regardless of what the weather reports say, because the weather can change so viciously up in Buffalo. Uh, you know We've seen it time and time again towards this time of the year, and I believe Josh Allen sees an increase in fourth down opportunities in the month of December compared to any other month. Mm. So with that being said, uh, I'm always concerned about Bass. But the skill position players, I'm not as worried about. I think we're going to see a ton of attempts. I'm not concerned about Devin Singletary's uh, you know, snap percentage or his rushing ability or, you know, his carry amount. I don't, I'm not concerned about any of that. I think that you're still going to see the the touches necessary. Where I get concerned is going out and grabbing Isaiah McKenzie while you're still likely to see, you know, Gabriel Davis, possibly uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Davis, like,
2: and Davis and Beasley both got activated today. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't go and get too risky with some of these, uh, you know, tertiary pieces or you know anything like don't get too cute essentially just play the guys that you know are going to go off but don't go playing these back end options
2: Uh, i'm not too worried check the wind though that's that's the thing ultimately i think what we've seen over the years and and chris allen of course one of the best weather uh analysts out there in the fantasy space always check his piece out Uh, what we've seen is it snow doesn't really hurt offenses. If anything, it potentially even helps offenses. Rain is not that big of a worry. The only thing that really gets gets me off of passing games is winds 20 miles per hour or above. Uh, if it's just going to be cold, if it's just going to be snowing, you know, I, I wouldn't worry too much. If you start getting these crazy circling winds you get in Buffalo, maybe you're a little concerned. But Atlanta sucks. You know, the Bills are going to put up 30-plus points in this game. I think there's going to be enough to go around. I'm not too worried. The, the only issue, yeah, is just – Trying to figure out what they're going to do with the non-digs and non-knox receiving options is a bit of a mess. You know, Davis looks so good in Sanders' is absence, but now he's coming off the COVID list. Mackenzie had the big game last week, but Beasley's coming back to the slot. Sanders played last week, but he didn't get any targets. Like I just, I find it really difficult to say, you know, which of those four guys is actually going to do anything. I'm sure one of them will. I just don't know who. But Diggs, Knox, Singletary, Allen. I'm starting all those guys. Shane.
1: I mean, what you guys said, uh, that uh, digs Allen fine. Um, outside of that, I probably don't want to be starting too many Buffalo players except for Devin Singletary. Um, anyway, so (laughs) you know, whatever. And kicker, I I don't know what to tell you, man. It's a kicker, I don't want to play any of them. And if it's a bad weather game, I'm probably going to stay away from a kicker in that game. Yes, all right. So I I see Buffalo defense against Matt
0: Ryan and Nicole, (laughs) Franken and and Frank and, <laughs> yes. and a few others, still have some questions coming in. We will get to those, but I do want to keep the show moving, and let's hop on to the main segment of our show where we discuss quarterbacks and tight ends.
1: This is the main segment of our show. We need to rework this show next year, but we'll talk about
0: that. We're only the only, main segment was making fun of Chase. Yeah, th- that's part of it. But the only reason as to why Shane wants to change it is because Jacob is beating him by like fifteen points. Well, 19. no, because
1: nineteen well, here's
2: and with I'm in two less shows.
1: <laughs> obviously if i cared i'd put a little more work into it but i truly don't and <laughs> i hate I, I just want to put something out that i care about and this ain't it oh <laughs> my this whole god show. just this
2: <laughs> all, all right, right so well, we're right. so lucky to have you with us here i mean we it's just because your dynasty
0: in. shane jeez <laughs> shane, shane mailing it in a <laughs> over here i know he, he's not giving you guys good advice obviously he did two weeks ago but obviously yeah, he doesn't go. care about it as a whole
2: so, all I'm right so thinking.
1: It's yeah, good though go. because
2: whoever Shane says to to play,
0: you can just cross them off.
1: Yeah, I would not. I would not put a lot of weight into what I, what I say on these start sit decisions.
0: <laughs> you know what the crazy part is? Is like this is the part that like people actually can take like home with them and apply like to their you know actual rosters. It, I mean, out of all the nonsense that we have, this is like the most
1: actionable yeah, advice. I disagree. Like I disagree. <laughs> What do you think I mean, is the most actual loss? I was mean, talking also, about Lions players betting it, it, spread?
0: If you're listening also, to the podcast, you would have seen me give Shane a look.
1: Also, I mean, we're giving out advice on start-sits on a Wednesday for, you know, the, 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 a lot happens between now and uh, Sunday.
2: You're really you're really pumping up the value of the show, Shane. In the last, <laughs> think, minutes, the last two you want, minutes, you, you said that you don't care me? about the advice that you give. I think. And then you said that this show is really just not that useful anyhow.
1: No, I think we give <laughs> – I give, you guys give – so here's the thing. You guys give excellent start-sit advice. I give general strategy and trade advice. That's my thing. Trade so alert. I don't care about this part it,
0: of it. It's championship week, Shane. can oh, not care, too many I, questions.
1: Play your best players. Play your studs.
0: All right. Oh, your studs, <laughs> All right, so we're going to pick – uh, quarterbacks outside the top 15 tight ends outside the top 15 that have a chance of finishing inside the top 12. Here, let me go first.
1: So I can get we're, this out of the way quarterback.
0: We're, we're also going to pick core running backs and wide receivers outside the top 20 that have a chance to finish inside the top 12 as well. So I have a feeling that Shane actually isn't ready. He's just going to run his finger across, you know, a line of quarterbacks and just, you know, close his eyes, pick one. So I'm going to start out with Justin Fields.
1: Why don't the rankings come up?
0: The, Oh, there we they go. Should,
1: you're the right.
0: the Giants aren't allowing a ton of yards to quarterbacks because quarterbacks haven't had to pass Luffy, because that's the, Giants. the Giants are usually down twenty one nothing. Giants have been so bad this year. They check this don't out. We know, them? They did need did to you go guys to know? League. Did you guys know they have six touchdowns over the past six games? <laughs> six oh <my>. touchdowns <laughs> over the past six games. Exactly. I don't know if that's happened in NFL history. I got to look that up because it's crazy. I mean they're still allowing quarterbacks to be efficient, right? If we even include the Jalen Hurts game, which was abysmal, it was terrible. It was like, it was like 14 for 31, three interceptions. The, if we include that game into this six-game sample size, quarterbacks are still completing 66.4% of their passes up against the Giants. They also have 10 touchdowns and four interceptions in that span. If we just take the last four games, right, we kick out those two, or we kick <clears> out <throat> that one that he didn't play and the one before that, mm-hmm. <laughs> He quarterbacks are completing 71.5% of their passes up against giants with eight touchdowns, no interceptions. The giants are terrible. Justin Fields is the guy to run out this week. He's going to finish as a top five quarterback. If Justin Fields is on your waivers, pick him up, play him this week, feel confident. He's a lock for me.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Nice floor against, uh, against little blue. Who was running a quarterback committee, by the way, of Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm? So I don't know if you're planning on streaming Mike. You know, what's funny. Is I, thought, I,
1: I thought the Cam Newton, um, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, PJ. That was over, by the way. i are rolling
2: with Darnold now.
1: I thought that was the saddest co- quarterback committee of all time. <laughs> but now Jake Fromm, Mike Lennon definitely <laughs> takes it. Um, I'm just, just play uh, Tony at quarterback. At
2: least that'd be fun.
1: I'm going. That with, would be fun uh let's see who we got here we got qb oh i'm going with the boy davis mills he's playing san francisco go. Go. they give up points to love to that pick. Other people quarterbacks Dumb. uh the Binky's back so it should be a big week uh for mr mills
0: <laughs> you, you want to elaborate on who the Binky is since maybe not everybody uh knows shane
1: binky um the uh, binky. brandon cooks brandon <laughs> cooks who's davis Heyman. mills thank you
0: Brandon the Binky cooks. Yeah,
1: Brandon Binky cooks.
0: <laughs> um, uh, is he officially back? By the way,
1: um, he was activated off the. Uh, was he activated? List. Yeah.
2: Man, I got all my dudes back. <laughs> I, look, I'm pumping my own bags here, but um, Poppy two final chasing pumping down 100k. Backs? Wow, dude, are you even in the NFT Discords? Like you don't you don't even know what pumping my bags means? Come on, Chase. Oh God, stop being so old, Shane. You do you remember. know?
1: I'm old. She's I, I like, admit it.
2: No, Shane's the stone boomer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Wait real no, quick. Like I got a, a. I got so I. Uh, I go in the bedroom the other day, right? My my bedroom. Ooh, my kid like my, no. Going into the bedroom. The last
0: time we talked about your kid's bedroom, it ended terribly. So,
1: so, so I go. I go. Ruku, turn on the um. You know the YouTube TV. Wait, who's, who's Ruku? Ruku. You know. Is the, your Alexa. Kid in Ruku? Alexa, Alexa, turn on the Alexa. Turn <laughs> on the Ruku TV. Um, and my son goes, "I'm not a boomer. Why are you putting YouTube TV on?" And I was like, <laughs> Damn. Oh so bloody! got
2: <laughs> yeah, Okay, boomer by your son. Yeah. Anyway, oh sorry. Anyway, point point is, I wanted to make sure Cooks is back because I'm getting all of my COVID boys back on my my Poppy two finals team. Darnold, one of my two quarterbacks, he's set to start now. So that lets my DJ Moore stack hopefully have a little bit of life in it because Darnold sucks. But all he does is throw to More, and we got Cooks. We got the bees. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is one. One touchdown in eight games. Uh, it is it is really sad uh, what's happening in Jacksonville. Anyway, my quarterback is not Trevor Lawrence. That's for sure. It's also not Sam Darnold. It's also not Jake Fromm. Um, my quarterback this week, I'm going off the board. I'm going with a guy who's not even listed on the ESPN site because he's not projected to start. That's how bad quarterback is this week. I'm taking Tyler Huntley. Uh, there was a week. There was a video of, of Lamar Jackson walking around like a geriatric. 88 year old man on the practice field and that dude does not look like someone who is going to be starting a football game anytime soon. So I'm not buying that Lamar is going to be playing this week. I, I would be selling that. Um and yes, ball's life uh palindrome uh, uh is wishing me and Larky luck. Yeah, yeah, we we got a we got a, a dynasty draft we're going to be doing live soon. Anyway, I'm taken so thank you. I am taking uh, Tyler Huntley. He runs a lot. He throws to Mark Andrews over and over and over again, Um, and I'm a fan of that for fantasy. And I don't think Lamar's going to play this week. He looks like he's a ways off.
1: His ankle does not look good. Does not look good.
0: That was a horrible video that uh, I wish I never saw. To be honest, he he looks like he's not ready for. for He's he looks like he's not be ready for weeks. Not even for the playoffs. Maybe. I mean, he was getting married. I wouldn't say he was ready to slow dance. True. It was bad.
1: All right, they're not going
2: to have the playoffs to worry about if they lose. It.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're not going to make the playoffs anyway. So he's going to get plenty of rest before week one of this 2022 season.
0: Very true. Very true. All right. So let's hop on to Frank's question. Foster with Waller probably out. Waller is out. I love this situation for Foster Moreau with uh, you know COVID and everything running rampant. Although COVID should allow these or the new rules should allow Indianapolis to get back. Which is great because our
1: entire team is unvaccinated.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. What are the Colts like? What are they doing over there, man? The entire We're team. Praying.
1: Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Jesus, um, Jesus cures COVID. We're very Frank team. Reich and Carson Wentz, they're fine. Jesus got them. They're good.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I love Foster Moreau in this matchup regardless. I mean, yeah. like you're not going to have a bunch of weapons running all over the field for the Raiders. I mean, Zay Jones, when he's the leading target getter from last week outside of Foster Moreau. I mean, that's not great. Meanwhile, the Colts are brutal up against the tight end position. I don't understand what they're doing over there. Foster Moreau for me is an absolute lock over Gusecki. I I don't hate Gusecki this week, but I think Foster Moreau could finish as a top 10 tight end pretty easily. Well, the the Titans are one of the worst matchups for tight ends.
2: Uh, I mean, they have Kevin Byard who will be locking up Mike Gusecki for most of this week, I think. And then, yeah, the Colts, I mean, it's by design. The, The Colts entire scheme, it's cover two based. Our corners don't really play all that well on the outside. So they get a lot of safety help. They're playing nothing but backup safeties, anyways, uh, and potentially no Leonard, potentially no Kari Willis this week. We'll we'll see if they get cleared. So we we give it up to the tight end. If anybody watched the Arizona game, I mean Zach Ertz was open every single play. Kyler was just tossing these little five yard passes to Zach Ertz, and the Colts are fine with that. That that's all part of their scheme. So I, I think Foster Moreau is going to see eight nine targets this
0: week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, folks. I agree with you, folks. Koseki's target share has been a little troubling um over the after he had that that really good start Um, well i think
2: i think with parker back well i don't i mean not that that affected him on monday because i I found out parker played only because people told me he did certainly not by looking at the stat line but it does seem like yeah it it seems like early in the year it was just him and waddle and since then parker's had some games uh in this last game what certainly was parker but waddle's certainly getting his but he's the
1: matt collins Tight end breakout in season nine. Um, is Matt Collins a tight end now. I thought he was a wide receiver. I, he might be kind of. He plays like a second role. Yeah, I think he's designated as a wide receiver, but that dude is a tight end. <laughs> dude, he, he is so big. He looks so big on that one big reception had he had downfield. I think it's Kiseki. Yeah,
0: dude, he is so big. All <laughs> right, let's go ahead and answer a question real quick. We have it's a long one. Wanna ask you I'm a little bit worried about Aaron Jones because Same. he hasn't been that explosive lately. I'm so going against not, Mixon and Taylor. I need Najee to go off.
2: Angel. well, if you want explosion, I always say Najee Harris is your guy.
0: Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think Jones? <laughs> Jacob, I swear to God. Do you guys think Jones against the Vikings is a good matchup? I actually have yeah. AJ Dillon in this one. I think it's a phenomenal matchup for A.J. Dillon. Last time they faced off, he took Yes, first off. Last time Uh, they faced off, Jones didn't play.
2: So that that helped.
0: Yes, that's true. But he also took six receptions for 48 yards, I believe, eight yards per reception somewhere Mm -hmm. somewhere along those lines. But A.J. Dillon has a lot of weight on him, right? So Aaron Jones does not. So when it comes to, like, you know, playing in these snow games, like you actually want players who can weigh themselves into the (laughs) turf and use their cleats. To be able to propel them forward. I and Aaron Jones why. is going to be pretty much ice skating in this. I have no idea what's so AJ right Dillon now. is the guy that's. What? Acting. <laughs> is no, this is an actual take? No,
1: no idea what's happening. Look, if I'm looking for upside.
2: <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying that, that AJ Dillon will work
0: because of snowshoes? Because snow he's snowshoes <laughs> <and laughs> <his laughs> snow will allow him to travel through yeah. the tundra? It's <laughs> traction. Guys. Yeah. It's science. It's traction. It's science.
1: I'm 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 not stoked about Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones is doing more <laughs> rushing work than um, AJ yeah. Dillon over the past two weeks, and he's seeing more targets. So it's the, again, and it's the Packers. The last two weeks have nothing to do with what will happen this week. But if I'm looking for a trend, that's it. Um, so I guess I I'm cautiously optimistic for Aaron Jones, also because you know he's lighter, so on the snow he glides better. <laughs> No, he's going to slip. It's going to be like ice skating
0: without without <laughs> without ice skates. Okay, I'm flying. Like I, no, I don't
2: it, really understand how we're here, but it, it seems like somehow, you know, in in the last week of 2021, people have have somehow forgotten that Aaron Jones is both a really good football player and an extremely erratic fantasy asset because his coach chooses to use him or not use him seemingly on a whim at all times. So, yeah, I mean, like, if you play Aaron Jones in an island game, which this is, in the last game of the week, probably with your championship coming down to it, I mean, you're you're asking for pain. You're asking for emotional distress. But certainly, I I think that Aaron Jones has the ceiling that he always has. I mean, the way he gets thing about Aaron Jones is the way that he gets used in the receiving game is unlike any other running back, even more than Kamara. I mean, he gets high dot targets. He runs wheel routes. He runs routes as an H back. He runs routes as a wide yeah. receiver. He's essentially the wide receiver too on the green Bay Packers, uh, behind Devonte Adams. So because of that, it gives him a very high fantasy ceiling. It also means that he's very erratic because he actually is like almost like a high dot running back in that respect. Uh, and so you're going to have more of these these bust weeks, but you're also gonna have boom weeks. I I like Jones this matchup, uh, but uh, you know it's it's sketchy. <laughs> you never know.
0: Yeah, I will say this: like at least Aaron Jones, if he goes to do like a stop move, right, like it's gonna completely drink right. the defenders off because he's not gonna be able to stop. He's just gonna keep sliding. So just amongst no more ice, no more so... ice
1: takes. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's go ahead and head over to running back because <laughs> yeah. this is a great segue. Uh, I'm going with AJ Dylan because the last time they faced each other, like I brought up, he has six balls for 44 yards. That's what it was. Uh, Minnesota allows a 6.16 dump-off containment efficiency score. You guys can find that over there at fantasyintervention.com slash D-O-C-E. That's 28th overall ranked. Okay. They haven't played very many okay. pass-catching running backs, and it's kind of crazy because anytime they do play a pass-catching running back, that scores above a one point three rating, which you guys will see in the twenty twenty two model because I have it. I just haven't showed it. Um, they skip ten plus fantasy points. So if they play a good pass catching running back, they both or they end up performing. AJ Dillon has a one point three rating along with Aaron Jones. However, AJ Dillon is so much more efficient with his touches. Uh, AJ Dillon's averaging three receptions per game in games that he runs ten or more routes. Aaron Jones is averaging four point two. However, AJ Dillon is averaging almost as many receptions. I'm sorry. I I believe I said receptions for last one. It was targets. They're still averaging about the same amount of receptions. And AJ Dillon is giving you about 5.6 more yards per reception. So, I mean, if you take away the the game where Aaron Jones had three touchdowns up against against the Detroit Lions in like week two or three, whatever it was, like A.J. Dillon would be significantly better in the receiving game, and it's not even relatively close. But because of those touchdowns, they're somewhat even. A.J. Dillon is still the dynamic player here. Uh, He's going to get the touches. He's going to to see the the work in the receiving game. And since he is heavier – He's going to be more efficient in the running game because he's going to get weighted into the turf more, and it's going to allow him to perform his cuts. I can I, can't I this. Are you <laughs> going to start yeah. talking
1: about BMI shortly? I didn't think we were in BMI season yet, but apparently we are. We're back to BMI. There. We'll so, there.
0: with his BMI and his, nick th- uh, thickness, uh, his neck players, thickness, when players his neck thickness uh players are going to try and tackle him up high and if they do that they're going to slip right off because there could be icicles and stuff around his oh, neck oh jesus so unless it's a bigger you know defensive like a uh, linebacker maybe defensive end they're really not gonna be able to grip you know very well on his upper body because he's been covered in ice he's just gonna run right past him i
2: i, I think that the issue will be is what if what if the temperature the starts grease. to rise slightly throughout the day and then the snowman starts to melt how will people be able to tackle him? Because there's going to be this large man, this large snowman running down the field. And every time a hand touches them, a little bit of him is going to melt oh. and they're not going to be able to grab anything. that wasn't there anymore. So uh, then he's going to know. end up turning into Aaron Jones. Yeah, exactly. And then by the end, which that's how it's going to work. Aaron Jones is going to get subbed in at the goal line. They're somewhere. both sick men right, so at that
1: point. I'm, so I'm tired of talking about this. So Rudy Corral Corral asks for my whoa two whoa whoa, whoa.
0: no, you're picking up running back, bro. No, you can, oh. we can let's all right all right. We we got to finish off the running back segment. because okay. I picked AJ Dillon.
1: I'm picking Damian Harris. Um, you can't be the, outside the top
0: twenty, there's no chance.
1: Twenty two. Um, what? I don't know. Oh he smashed gosh. last week and the week before right, that when when he didn't play, Ramondre Stevenson did one of his favorite things, which is uh fumble the football. Um, I'm hoping Belichick remembers that, so that's how I'm gonna go with Dame.
0: I would have gone with Dame, but I wanted to talk about the dose score, so I picked AJ. I got you. Yeah, yeah, and Damian Harris will never gonna target his entire life, so you can't you can't really use the dose <laughs> score for him exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go with whoever I put on the sheet, which I can't remember. Oh, here we go. Now I remember uh michael carter michael carter is under dose score pick this is the dose score game both these teams give up tons and tons of points to pass gadget running backs it makes me cry a little bit that giovanni bernard went on ir and yeah. that i couldn't use geo against the jets in a four netless game that would just warm my heart uh in this in this spot but that's I mean, a I really league winner if i team. ever seen one that's a league winner League winner.
1: But and belt. I'm going to go to the Lemp other belt side belt. of this game.
2: And yes. I'm going to play, because I don't want to play the Rojo, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, Le'Veon Bell roulette game. And, and I'll just play uh, Michael Carter, who came back and he saw his usual workhorse role last week. They've, they've fully excommunicated Austin Walter from the Church of the New York Jets. Uh, Ty Johnson was active last week, didn't play a snap. Uh, Tevin Coleman is Tevin Coleman. And against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, you certainly the last thing you want to do is ram Tevin Coleman up the middle. So I think Michael Carter could clear 70 80% of snaps this week. Uh, I'm expecting him to see seven, eight catches in what will be an aggressively negative game script against the defending Super Bowl champions. So give me Michael Carter this week. I think he's a nice bet for 15-plus PPR points.
0: You know what? I'm going to do this next year. Obviously, we're at the last game of the season. But next year, I'm going to take people who are in the chat and I'm actually gonna apply their scores and see if they can beat yeah, us. Yes,
2: that'd be fun. Yeah, they yeah, could no, definitely be
0: chained. I mean, so so Husker has a reason to come every week so that way he can uh you know he can compete yeah. against us and see who can win. Penny is probably at the top twenty, but I give it to him.
2: Man, is Rashad, how crazy of a world is it gonna be that Rashad Penny is the league winner?
1: I well in twenty seventeen. That's a league
0: winner I think, if I ever saw one.
1: When we were drafting him, this is exactly what we thought he would be. <laughs> yeah. A league winner. No, this is, I, I put out bad.
0: this tweet earlier,
2: but uh, Saquon Barkley is probably the fifth running back in his own class. that you're I most saw that likely tweet. That was great. Week. That was great. Because you'd rather start Penny, you'd rather start Sony Michelle, and you'd rather start Ronald Jones, mm-hmm. and, of course, Nick Chubb. So I think Barkley is number
0: five in his own class this week. All right, so we have part two of this question. And I'm going to pull it down as soon as, you know, we actually ask it because Shane looks like he's drowning in comments right now. He He needs a defense. I have the Chiefs, Colts, and Bears. Which one would you guys roll with? Thanks for the show and all the help. Of course, Robert, man, thanks for coming and tuning in. Make sure you tune in for the Mm -hmm. rest of the season. We have some interesting topics that I can't wait to discuss. All right. I don't like the Bears. I Uh, like the the Bears. Bears. You like the Bears in this matchup? Yeah,
2: because of of Jake Fromm and Mike Lennon.
0: Yeah, I actually kind of do like the Bears.
2: I, I mean, how yeah. hard can it be to get ten DST points against those Giants quarterbacks?
1: Not, not hard.
0: Easy. <laughs> like, Easy. Is Saquon Bark complain though? He's gonna play, but he's gonna mean, matter. He's done the last month. It's he's just not the longest. He looks like he was given up in the last the last game. He looked but like he looks he gave like he's up. given
1: up in the last three years. Let's be honest, his, he his hasn't looked good has since sucked his sucked out done. of his,
0: out of his body. I mean, yeah. like he's out here. Well, up, yeah, I'm not playing the Chiefs. I'm not playing the Colts, so I guess that leaves me with the Bears. But I think there's plenty of other great options on the slate this week that nobody's like really talking about. You know, that, that might be left on the waivers. So, Robert, if you have your waivers up, give us like the top five defenses uh, that that you have on your waivers right now, and let's see if we pick one of those over the Bears.
2: All I right. can't imagine picking many teams over the Bears, uh, just with,
0: with the Glennon situation. Well, let's just let's just see, right, because, let's see. Let's see. I mean, the Bears haven't been good on defense like they're, they've been actually brutal. They're, they're not the same Bears. Yeah, of course, they're, they're shitty on defense. But I mean, hey, Joshua,
1: um, uh, Taysom Hill or Justin Herbert, <laughs> I refuse to <laughs> lose um, with Justin Herbert on my bench. And it's not like Justin Herbert's been bad. So um, no. although Taysom Hill, you know, look, he produces when he's on the field for fantasy. But I'm going Justin Herbert. I will go Justin Herbert.
0: Mm, yeah, Justin Herbert. I don't like that matchup with Carolina. All right, we have in Dynasty. Do you have to hold J Rob at this point? You have to do anything.
1: Well, do whatever what? you want.
0: Yeah, uh, stop it. All right, no, we have a. You
1: have situation to think about how here. he'll
2: be able to plant his feet in the snow without an Achilles.
0: No, because it'll be summertime. But Put him I mean, on
1: the IR. I mean, based off of what we saw from Cam Akers, he'll be back probably the middle of the summer, practicing in full um, and ready to go week one. But no, yeah, throw him on your IR. I'm not getting rid of him. Look, he I, I know the Achilles is apparently a death blow, or it was until Cam Akers destroyed it. Um, well, he hasn't but, destroyed it yet. Well, well, apparently he has. He looks great. He's going to be on the field tomorrow, uh, Sunday, whatever day they play. So, no, if you got the IR spot, you hold on to j Rob.
2: Yeah, I think it depends. Uh, I'm seeing keep trade cut right now has some worth about an early second. I think that's pretty fair. No one's giving you an early second for J Rob. Well, if you can get an early second, then I and I'm okay with you still. Only. But I, I something you have to hold. I think if you can get an early second, I, I would take that. But uh,
0: what yeah. what if I threw I, you two think, mid-thirds?
1: No. No,
2: not, not a chance. Not a chance. I mean here here's the thing, right? Like I I think that can't there's a lot of outs here. So makers could not play at all. And it's easily explainable because, you know, Sony michelle has been rolling and he just got work back in, whatever. Just the reality that he's even going to be activated, I think has already given quite a lot of optimism based on the Achilles situation. I mean, Travis Etienne is dealing with his own very serious injury. Jay Robinson very good this year. You know, I think it's pretty easy if, if all of a sudden we roll around to OTAs and we're getting videos of James Robinson practicing again and all is well. I mean, I, I could see it at least getting back to that early second range at that point. So I, I wouldn't sell for pennies on the dollar now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even sell for Rashad pennies on the dollar.
0: Let me throw into the into the ring. No laugh. Uh, Foreman. Good... It was alright. That, that was okay. Yeah, but uh, Foreman was like four years later. Foreman yeah, Foreman years later, did take say.
1: four years. Uh, Marlon Mack came back from the Achilles, and well, I haven't seen him in a month and a half. But uh, well, he's he, good. She's he good. looked okay before that. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, good. no, you hold him unless it's FFPC. I understand and you got to get down right. to like 16 but
0: well I mean it's not like I mean we haven't seen Cam Akers come back yet right and John Sporman was given the same exact reports when he came back that he was looking great Marlon Mack was given the same exact reports that he was looking great neither one uh, immediately were able to to give you a return so maybe you're a rebuilding team uh, maybe a contender is offering you a mid you know second round pick late second round pick like where is the
1: mid second I'll take a mid second late second Late, late second gets second. into the dark shot, uh, dark throw territory.
2: Yeah. It's, to me, it's got to be an early second. Even a mid-second will hold.
0: Yeah, I, I would take a late second personally. All right. We have the Dallas D, and then we're going to get on to the wider super position. Uh, we roll with Dallas D this year, or I mean this week, up against the Cards, or picking up the Bears up against the G-Men. Uh-huh. We well, a couple things. the Bears.
1: Well, there's a couple of things. Who, who says that the Cardinals' offense isn't lesser competition? Because um, yeah, they, they are. Um, that was what a, I was going to bring. Totally up. uninspired. Kingsbury
2: kicks field goals on third down with 40 seconds left. Yeah,
1: very uninspired football from them lately. Um, it's it's hard. Look, Dallas D. I'm assuming that counts their special teams. It's just yeah. scoring touchdowns this year. It's getting turnovers. Like I'm playing. I want the team that I think is going to get some turnovers. There's always a chance that the Bears um could just hand the ball off to david montgomery 36 times which was, right, I think that's a high chance yeah yeah oh i'm sorry the g-man there is always a chance that uh barkley could get 20 carries for 40 yards when Devontae <laughs> booker could get 15 for 60 and we look at Devontae booker and go remember when saquon barkley <laughs> was more explosive than Devontae booker but so i'm gonna go with Dallas's d because i like the upside with the turnovers and all the right outside chain for the touchdown
0: i uh yeah, I'll, I'll take that situation. I, I don't know where the turnovers are going to come from for the Cardinals. So that's we should goal. add defensive
2: streamers to our show next year. All right. Shane, I'm sure, <laughs> would love that. And kickers.
1: Oh, uh, please, add kickers.
0: <laughs> Shane <laughs> would be fine with defensive streamers as long as it's not IDP. Yeah, yeah. yeah, IDP doesn't exist. I don't do IDP. Yeah, IDP is not good. <laughs> so what are we up to, uh, wide receivers? Wide receivers. wide receivers. We want to do wide receivers
2: yeah. or do to keep answering these questions? I, I got someone have- – some- but I want to I want to defend Kyle Pitts' third round ADP on underdog. I see this one from Ball's life. Hold,
0: hold on, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're gonna get there. All Let's right. Let's go to the wide receivers because I don't know have much. To say. I'm
2: trying to answer your questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting there. All right. We have Amari Cooper up against the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. I talked about it on last night's DFS show. You have uh, you know, a situation where Byron Murphy is probably going to play in the slot because Dallas plays like 80% of their snaps in three wide receiver sets. So Byron Murphy will be able to play the slot. That's going to shut down CeeDee Lamb to an extent. I'm not expecting CeeDee Lamb to have like no points, but he, hmm. he's going to be limited with his points. Meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals – our fifth in explosive pass plays allowed. So Michael Gallup is going to get shut down to an extent. Amari Cooper is going to be tearing up those ten to fifteen yard routes all game long up against backup cornerbacks. Uh, Robert Alford isn't back, and even if he was, I would still take. The yeah, he because, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, uh, he sucks. But he's going up against guys that are alternating, just like the the quarterbacks. Based off of, I don't even know what Amari Cooper is going to crush. I can't believe he's outside of the top twenty this week.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs>
2: what the hell, Shane? Yeah, let's have some enthusiasm, buddy. Come on, it's championship week.
1: I'm going back to my boy Darnell Mooney. Um, Just volume. I'm just going to keep following volume. Yeah, A-Rod is back this week.
2: Although he's 10 pounds lighter, so I hope it doesn't snow.
1: Did he have COVID or diarrhea? Jesus. Um, Yeah, I'm taking Darnell Mooney. Just because of volume. Simple. Let's keep moving. Uh, Jacob?
2: Yeah, a yeah, Rob versus Saquon. Shane's got They're a hot possible. day tonight. Um... Uh, who did I pick a wide receiver? What does it say on the thing? <laughs> you didn't put one in. Yeah, I did put one in. Uh, oh, wait. Odell, yeah, Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. That's who I picked. And I knew it all along. I totally didn't have to check the sheet. Um, Odell Beckham <laughs> phases the Ravens. The Ravens secondary is complete trash. Uh, they're playing a bunch of backups. Correct. They just got thrown for 525 yards by Joe Burrow. Uh, and I think that Matt Stafford, even though he also might be washed, Somehow in the middle of the season, uh, is going to be able to get a few explosive pass plays this week against the Ravens. Uh, I, so I like every Ravens receiver, obviously, or Rams receiver, obviously, cup, but also Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham. And I love what they're doing with OBJ in the red zone. They're, they're basically just putting him up on these ISO routes. We talked about this uh, on, on the DFS show. He's getting these one on one opportunities in the red zone to get open versus man coverage. He's winning those routes because he's always won those routes because he's good, and Baker Mayfield sucks. And, uh, and he's going to get on a touchdown this week against the Ravens.
0: All right. Let's hop on to the next question. Where are we? Tight end. Um, No, the, the question. The question. The question. Okay. Um, we have Rudy coming yeah, in. Receivers. He says Antonio four is two Brown. receivers. One is Cup. The other one is Antonio Brown. Yeah. DK, Amon Ra, Which one? In the same game, too. Also, for flex, I got Damon Harris. So... Hmm. He can also take out Damien Harris nah. if you like, DK, Amin, Ra. But I think Damien Harris is a lock this week. He was somebody that I wanted to pick, but I wanted to, to talk mm. about the dose score first. I think Antonio Brown's a lock. Yeah, yeah. AV and Copper lock. It, it comes down to DK
2: or the Sun God to me.
1: Uh, well, it's, hard, it's, hard. it's hard. those
0: three or Damien Harris in the flex. Yeah,
1: how do you no, know? No, he has
2: two receivers that are locked in. Is, oh, yeah, is, is common Brown?
1: Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I'll go Amon over Damian Harris, and I love Damian Harris.
2: I'll just go DK over all of them because I'm going to keep the faith.
0: Up against Detroit, that's actually judgment. not a bad pick.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit out on Amon because I think that his flight has coincided with DeAndre Swift not being in the lineup. Um, and they, they really just stopped running back so much when Swift left. And it sounds like Swift's playing this week. So I, I'm going to say that Swift is, is a smash play. But that Amon Ra, still going to be good. But I, I don't know that he's going to see like 11, 12 targets he's been seeing. And that's kind of what you need to see in the Lions offense to actually have upside. So I, I'd go with DK.
0: Over Damon Harris.
2: Yeah. I, I, I just, well... Up against jack I hate
0: I hate Damian
2: Harris's role so much because he only plays like half the snaps. And yeah, if Ramondre's back, he probably plays like 35% of the snaps, but he could easily get two touchdowns and hundred yards. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. life, played this over stuff. half the snaps three times. Like I I absolutely hate everything about his role. He doesn't play snaps, he doesn't get targets, but he plays Jacksonville.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I I'm just gonna go with DK, but I could regret that. All right, so he's taking three receivers. I'm still going to play Damian Harris, Antonio Brown, a Cup. And I think Shane is on the same page as I am. Oh, no, no, you're going Amon Roll over Damian Harris, right? Shane? Yes,
1: Sung God. Sung God.
0: All right. So let's go to our tight ends and then we'll answer all the rest of the questions.
1: I just all right. want, I want to say mine and be done with it. Um, Gerald Everett.
0: Great. Is he not on the top of the- <laughs>
1: 19. He's Nineteen. Oh,
2: okay. Well, when are the people going to wake up that Gerald Everett is the new DK Metcalf in that offense? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys laugh, but it's true. Uh, it's uh,
1: that's those are laughed There's like that laughing, not the cry thing. Yeah, that's what that was. I,
2: and actually, the thing is, is about five weeks ago they said back when DK and Lockett were still the top two, they were like, "What our offense is missing is we need to get Gerald Everett
0: more involved." And you know, that's the one out.
2: time that Pete Carroll's ever told the truth. Because boy, have they ever gotten <laughs> Gerald Everett involved!
0: Oh, and I hated him so much because he's still not like reliable every single he's week. Pretty I feel reliable? Like... He's pretty reliable. Yeah, no, I can't. I've been starting Gerald Everett in the league where I
2: lost Darren Waller every week, and I haven't noticed a difference.
0: So I truly am not. That's that's true. That's very true. <laughs> I. uh, I'm, so I really want to switch up and go Foster Moreau. I really want to switch go up and go, and go Foster Moreau. Go for it. But I want to talk about Brevin Jordan. I mean, Brevin Jordan's going to smash this week. Like, Just under 20% of his routes run came in week 16. 25% of his routes out of the, the slot came in week 16. 25% of those. Uh, he's literally like showing us everything that we desired in Delaney Walker 2.0. And it's like it's magical what's happening over there. Davis Mills is playing very well at quarterback. I want to go with Brevin Jordan because, like, he's vicious and I have him everywhere. I have him in almost every single league, but I also have Foss Monroe in every single league. And now that Darren Waller's out, I got to make this tough decision. Do You have any good tight ends? In no. Um, I'm gonna go. With, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Foss Monroe. I have to. Foss Monroe is my pick, not my Brevin Jordan. Okay. I love well, Revan I, Jordan, though. I love him. I actually week. was going to pick Bravan Jordan
2: this week until I saw that Chase had him on the sheet. But now I'm going to not because I fell in love with my other pick. Uh, I talked about him on the DFS show. He's by Sleeper this week. Uh, so this this player this. is playing for a team that, due to COVID issues, has to drastically increase their use of 12 personnel. They ran almost every play out of 12 personnel or 13 personnel. In their last game. And they're also missing a lot of receivers, which is continuing to force that in. And now they lost their starting tight end, who's been leading their team in routes uh, for most of the year. And this player has had a 20%, 21%, 25%, and 34% targets per route run in four seasons. All he needs is the routes. I think if he sees 70 to 80% of routes this week, we're looking at five to six targets against a defense that gives up the fourth most points of all NFL teams to the tight end position. I'm going with Mo Alley-Cox, the gigantor. Uh, and, and hopefully, you know, Carson Wentz will be cleared on Sunday, the day of God, um, from, from COVID-19. He'll come in and he's going to toss two touchdowns to Mo Alley-Cox this week.
0: All right, so back to the question, right? These are the defenses oh, are that we might teams. pick over the, the oh, Bears. Oh, Packers. Packers. Cousins, per Packers. Cousins in
2: four-degree weather on
0: Sunday night football. My God, do I ever want to fade him? Yeah, it's the Packers. It's no question. Did you uh, call Shane. him
1: Burt Cousins?
0: Sure. Kurt yeah. Reynolds? <laughs> Kurt Kurt Reynolds. All right. Uh, you, know, no. you know, Shane, how you're saying some guys just are soft?
2: Kurt Cousins.
0: <laughs> I, I just don't want anybody in the passing game outside of MVS in this matchup because obviously, you know. You don't want Devontae Adams? Oh, no, no, no. Give me A.J. Dillon. He's heavier. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I, I honestly like the Packers are gonna dominate the like the, the Vikings in this matchup. It's them. not even gonna be close. It's it's gonna be ugly game regardless. It's probably gonna be like twenty to three. Yes. Um, I'm taking Packers.
2: Someone All asked right. me this week if, if they would play KJ Osborne in their fantasy championship with I Fever. got a lot of those questions this week. And, so far. and I, I made a pre-written response now that I have for anyone who asked me that question for the rest of the week. And I said that I would rather stab myself in the cornea with a rusted nail. That entrust my fantasy season to the second option of Kirk Cousins in four-degree weather in primetime.
0: Yeah, I, I got into it with Daddy's Home, right? At Daddy's Home FF yeah. with Mike. Uh, not with Love him, Osborne. but against somebody else. No, no. It was oh. against something like completely different. But it's kind of crazy how teams are willing to roll people out that are so risky. Like a Dare Ungwale. Like I could not imagine myself rolling him out up against the Patriots, who only have allowed two. No. running backs who had finished anybody. as a top 30 wide res- or a top 30 running back. They've only allowed two of those in the past 10 games that he's faced rookie quarterbacks. It makes no sense to me. Like you, you don't want to play rookie quarterbacks. You want to play anybody that has a rookie quarterback
2: I, on that I, offense. I can starting a
0: Jacksonville
1: Jaguar. This would be Bro, it's, it's all about your options. All about your options.
0: But I mean, what do you see from the upside Shane, from a uh, Daru that you would be willing to, to play. Compared in to championship who? week,
2: compared to who? I mean, how bad can your team be if you're in the championship? Yeah,
0: week. that's what I'm saying. Like you're you're going to be. It's two very good teams in most cases. Mm-hmm. The COVID thing is now out the window because nobody has COVID anymore. No, I would, to the would NFL.
1: Play, I would not play him over Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> okay
0: thanks jane
1: <laughs> i mean again yeah. what's my option if they're uh, i'll take Derek gore why would you what about Derek <laughs> gore it gives you any hope that he would outperform dariago i would rather Darago. have Dar-
2: Derek gore too because he plays on the chiefs and i think the chiefs okay. will score play, four yeah, touchdowns score i think that the jaguars will okay.
0: score zero touchdowns okay all right
1: well, yeah, i guys. mean it's not even relatively
0: close, close. close for me oh okay the, the upside from Derek gore Mm-hmm.
1: Is so much more tremendous, tremendous than I mean, Derek Gore. Derek Gore doesn't catch passes, and he's not their goal line back. Daryl. He might be their goal line back. You know, Daryl Williams is when they played earlier this year. It was Williams that was getting the goal line carries. So if you're looking well, at well, it, there's no based there's, off it's that, a concussion. If he yeah. had a concussion.
2: What if he gets one in the middle? Of the- what if he gets Omicron in the middle game? The- what if there's snow and weighs in light that day? And
1: Gore and Gore, du- and gore outweighs him there. Gore's a fat yes. motherfucker. Gore's He's fat going to be
2: weighed us. down. And Gore is very <laughs> knowledgeable about climate, right? He, he wrote An *Inconvenient Truth*. He did, and he invented the internet,
0: so we wouldn't even be podcasting without
1: You're right. Gore. You're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right and jacob after that comment you have to come in and defend kyle pitts third round adp on oh. underdog for 2022 20, well, easy to do uh kyle pitts is going to
2: have a thousand yards receiving in his first year he's going to be absolutely shattering the heat the best rookie season by a tight end in like 40 years and basically that everything up? that we've wanted for in receiving yards yeah the, the best was evan ingram it was like 722 um since my Ditka. And, and so Kyle Pitts has done everything that we've wanted him to do except for score touchdowns. And most of that is due to in part total luck and in part the just general ineffectiveness of Matt Ryan and the Atlanta offense. It can't be worse next year. And frankly, even if it's the exact same and, and you just say that, okay, Kyle Pitts is now going to be starting the year as a 21 year old instead of a 20 year old. So he's probably going to be a little bit better. Uh, and they'll probably have someone else to draw coverage off of him. And he's probably going to have some touchdown regression. Then he's probably going to be a top three, top four tight end, you know, and, and the upside is there that that he he um that he can go even even further. So yeah, I think Kyle Pitts is absolutely worthy of however high he's going to go in in best ball drafts. I'm going to be all over him at cost. I, I put out this tweet comparing his rookie season to Mike Evans's rookie season today, which is who I comp him to in the pre-draft process, process. And the receptions and the targets and the yards are like almost it's identical. Great comp. It's just that the touchdowns are 12 for Mike Evans' rookie year and one for Kyle Fitz's rookie year. So I think the touchdowns are going to come around. He's going to be just fine.
0: That's a great comparison. I haven't heard that one, so I appreciate that comparison. All right, uh, let's see. I know that, that we talked about this earlier, but you know, yeah. Rudy brings up that DK Metcalf has been doing him dirty all year. Do you guys have any confidence in DK Metcalf up against the No, Lions? he's had
2: far too much sex.
0: Adam Leviton is all over it. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Uh, I'm still playing him. I'm still gonna play him. Robert brings up. I'm rolling out Rodgers, Devontae, and Jones. Don't jinx me. Well, you got uh, hope that a snowstorm
1: doesn't swallow them all up. Oh yeah. I, well, I don't think any of them the are heavy one. enough. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers will just he'll glide all over the field as well. Oh,
2: actually, I have a take. Aaron Rodgers should benefit this week because he won't need any artificial freezing on his toe. He can just walk uh-huh. outside. There you he won't go. Won't be in any pain.
0: How many pairs of socks do you think he wears this week?
2: All right, that's going to do it for us. A bunch of ivermectin coated <laughs> stockings.
0: Okay. <laughs> He's wearing copper, copper fit. Uh, Paul's uh, life says
2: that we don't like Laquan Treadwell, and that is true. I yeah, no one does. Possibly no one does. imagine starting Laquan Treadwell against the New England Patriots this week. And if you
1: play dynasty leagues and you draft at Laquan Treadwell <laughs> at, at some point uh during that rookie uh, draft that he came out, you especially don't like him.
0: Dude, I was busy drafting Josh Doxon. Get out of here with that. Noise. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, look, we're going to be starting Rashad Penny in, the, in this week. The
2: last couple of weeks, people have been starting Laquan Treadwell. Uh, you know, when, when are we gonna be rolling out
1: Nikhil Harry next year?
0: Nik- hey, Nikhil Harry, love the pieces everywhere. Yeah. I have him everywhere. Don't so give bad. up hope, man. There's a lot of he's gonna end up somewhere else next year. Carry on Johnson got signed to the Eagles this week.
1: Yes, he did. Carry on's back
0: <laughs> again. Again, all right. Let everybody know where to find you. We're gonna start out with Jacob. What's up, man?
2: Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter at ff underscore RTDB. You can find my written workup on Player Profiler. My my most recent piece uh, is all about playoff best ball draft strategy, and I'm working on her piece right now on on the most galaxy brain strategies for that contest. Uh, You can find out why I think drafting Mitchell Trubisky is a good idea in playoff best ball drafts, for instance. Uh, and, And I'll be working on all sorts of crazy strats. That'll be up probably tomorrow or Friday, so make sure to check that out. Uh and, and you can find me on the Full Tilt Dynasty Podcast on Friday, our last regularly scheduled full tilt dynasty podcast this week. Uh and, and that's and you can find me on Tuesdays, like yesterday, with Chase, where we, we we did our first official episode of the NIP.
0: Yeah, the nip. We're gonna call it the nip because you know, you just want a little nip uh, as a bartender, you want a little taste. You, just something to, to give you a little bit of a brief overview for for you did, know DFS. Just did you know give that you want the
2: nip as a burger. What yeah, we have this restaurant called the Salisbury House. And it's a chain of restaurants only in Winnipeg. It, it's extremely famous in Winnipeg. And they have a hot dog. It's like a whistle dog. Like you know what a whistle dog is, right? No? It's like a hot dog with, with the wiener's butterfly. And there's like some cheese sauce down the middle and stuff. Uh and, and that's that's called the Winnie. And then we have a burger <laughs> with fried onions on the grill, and they call that the Nip. I like, and you can also salsa. get a uh, you can get a flapper pie, which is the greatest dessert in the world, <laughs> where it's this like sugary meringue situation, uh, and it's delicious. So if you're ever in, if you're ever in the peg, by the way, which in the peg,
0: yeah, by we, we the way, right. called the peg, yeah, peg city, baby. <laughs> yeah. that means something completely uh, different in American. it's
1: <laughs> all <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> conversation. We're talking about <laughs> pegs and, in. pegging and nip, nips. Here,
2: you oh, do you want to guess what the weather is right now in Winnipeg, <laughs> Manitoba in Fahrenheit?
0: Minus I, I actually dare degrees. you to guess.
1: Minus eighty-seven degrees.
0: No, it's gonna be hot. I don't know. It's like 98. 98 Wait, degrees. No. You think it's you think that it's 30 above in Winnipeg right now, Celsius? You think it's 98 degrees? Yeah, it's like with Nick, whatever his name is. He's That's up there, not, so it's 98
2: degrees. No, it's 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 minus 27 degrees Celsius, which is minus 17 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: No way. That's, like, where you're
2: at right now is minus 17. It's minus 17 Fahrenheit, which is minus Do you guys
0: leave the house?
2: Yeah, briefly. Yeah, if it gets a little bit colder, it's actually supposed to get colder overnight. Uh, It's going down to minus 31 Celsius, um, which would be about uh, minus 19 Fahrenheit for, for the kids at
0: home. What do you do with, like, your dogs and stuff to take them outside?
1: Oh, they die. You just leave them <laughs> out there. And get them. Do you guys
0: have dogs?
1: No. Yeah, we, have
0: we, have, we have dogs. We do have dogs.
2: Uh, but, what? but, yeah, you, they ha- you basically, like, we would cut our dog's hair. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say something else. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually just have dire Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, no, what we would legitimately do, I had this little dog, and he is dead now, not due not to the cold, um, but I, I had a little dog named Chipper, who was the best, he was a Shih Tzu Poodle, so he was a shit poo, um, and we had we had this little shit poo for 18 years, and he was only about 11 pounds, so legitimately, we were very worried that if he had his hair cut, like, going into the winter, he, he would actually just die immediately, so... We would, we would like groom him very nicely in the summer and then we would just let him grow his hair out all winter and so he'd be very very shaggy and he probably he would fluctuate in weight from about 11 pounds to the summer to about 16 pounds in the middle of winter because he was so small that like his hair just made up about half of his total weight uh, and so that, that's what you do up here but there actually are warnings if you turn on the radio and you guys are boomers so you have a radio um I have an Alexa hey Alexa. Yeah, turn on my roof radio. Anyway, if you, turn on, if you turn on the radio in the morning on days like this, <laughs> it will tell you that that uh, prolonged exposure to skin, usually about 15 minutes, can risk permanent damage. The The coldest that I remember being outside in, I believe, was minus 59 Celsius. Um,
1: What's that is, in real temperature?
2: Yeah, like let, actual temperature. Let me check the conversion real quick. What's that How many beers do you mind? have over there? Just one. <laughs> Just uh, one. So, minus fifty nine Celsius is minus seventy four Fahrenheit. Wow. What? Yeah, that and that's a, that's a thing that I've actually lived in. How tiny was your dick at that point? Anyway, Shane, oh, it you doesn't let even us know. exist, dude. Like, it, it doesn't <laughs> even exist. <laughs> and if, if you did, like, it gets so cold. This is the best thing <laughs> Shane's like, I gotta get the fuck. Out of here. If you, it, it is so cold sometimes in january where it's like regularly in about the minus 40 to 60 fahrenheit range where if you take a glass of water and i've 100 percent done this i will i'll show you a video of it in the next couple of days it's supposed to get even colder if you take a glass of water and you open the door and you throw the water into the air it freezes in midair
1: yeah
0: does the water like evaporate but that's like a regular thing i think no people. well it wouldn't evaporate that would be if it was hot Someone you know, boiling to- water, if you throw it in the air, it turns into mist. Right? No, I'm just saying just like I just take regular tap water
2: and I throw it into the
0: water and it turns to ice. Shane <laughs> is so over this show right now. He's like, thank <laughs> God next week is Dynasty. This shit sucks.
1: <laughs> anyway, you find me at Shane is the worst. Uh <laughs> Dynasty Trades. i Winnipeg. Come visit. Dynasty Trades at Five January. DLF. Uh mannequin shell, fantasy data, and talking about pegging and nips.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> follow that up. You guys go check out all our content. Hey, <laughs> fantasy football intervention Thank peg you guys. DC
2: Warren a a Winnipeg winner. Uh, Thank you crazy. guys
0: for being great. <laughs> fantasy football discussion. You, you guys have been amazing one. this entire season. Make sure you don't miss us for the offseason. Yeah. We're gonna be hitting I constantly. Us. And you know what? I kind of want to open up some dynasty leagues for some of these followers. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. We're going to be posting some some dynasty leagues that y'all can hop into. And maybe we'll have a little bit of a tournament or something like that for fantasy football discussion over there on Facebook. We'll see, uh, you know, how many of y'all that are talking shit to each other back there. Because I see what y'all say to each other in the Facebook like group. It's ruthless. And if you guys want to prove that you're the better, better dynasty player, we will be opening up leagues. I'll be talking to A1 about that over the next couple weeks. Listen, we appreciate you guys for coming in. Make sure you guys go check out the dose score over there at fantasyintervention.com. Make sure you guys go buy a trophy over there at Trophy Smack. Use promo code CIRCLE. Promo code CIRCLE, and you'll get a free $6 ring with it. Make sure the ring and the trophy are in the cart. Go show your dominance. Go, you know, lay a a trophy smack down across your opponent's faces after y'all beat them. They have participation trophies. Just peg them. Just peg them with the trophy. (laughs) Is that that what you call your deck chase? Your trophy? (laughs) Oh, I call it way more important things than that. What you uh, so... <laughs> The nip? <net>? We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, for people that just want a little taste, you know. <clears throat> uh, but...
1: <laughs> oh, well, there's a little taste.
0: <laughs> just a little nip. This feels like the, the 2020 version of the one day show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank <laughs> you all for letting us interview with your fantasy. you